Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not Jihon. I learned it this time. Jihon. Jihon. Okay, fair enough. Nor am I Maria. Maria? (laughs) Which is the two names I've learned, and Tanaka. Tanaka. Tanaka's the last name. Maria. Maria does not sound like a Japanese name. It is not. (laughs) Neither is Johon. (laughs) Johon is not? Okay, fair enough. Um, Yeah, but I'm like uh, like 28 days into my streak of uh, Duolingo here. Yeah, I pick it up every now and then. I, I pick it up every now and then. I do French. Um, I, do you? Yeah. Why? Because I, I like French. It's a beautiful language. Okay. <laughs> I just... They're, uh, okay. Their language is so poetic. Like, I can't remember the actual word for it, but like, moth in French is butterfly of the night. <laughs> Potato is... Oh, actually, it's it's like uh, pomme de terre. Yes, it's potato, uh, and it's potato of the earth. No, it's apple of the or earth. Apple of apple of the earth. I took French in high school. <laughs> yeah, it's just a very beautiful language. That's all. I I took it because there were very beautiful women in the class. Yeah. Oh yeah, me speaking French gets a lot of panty drops in my house. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. I was just thinking like, there's not a whole lot of French usage. The... No, it's it's really it's not functional at all. Like <laughs> Spanish definitely would be my best option. In right. Japanese, I, Japanese and Korean. At least I could start watching more movies. So like like I've been doing a twenty eight day streak of Japanese, and um, and I still have like a thousand less XP than I had in Spanish nice. last time I was. And the only thing I can remember from my Spanish is Porque no tocos la uh, la tortuga, which is why okay. don't you touch the turtle. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I know one phrase in German. I don't know if we've done this on yeah, this <laughs> I don't know that we have. Okay. Go so, ahead. Uh, my, my one phrase in German is Was der hat ein Tätigkopf? Schreibt sie den Kunde. Which is the most versatile phrase in the entire German language. Because it means, I think, what, where has the teddy bear gone? Where could it be? I think that's what it translates out to. But I did that, uh, there was a student film, and they needed an extra, and my extra ended up having a line added on, and that line had to be written out phonetically for me, because I was not in German. I had cue cards off to the side where every word was written out phonetically, so that I'd be like, Was there hat ein Tätigkopf? So actually, I have no idea how it's spelled, and I actually don't really know what I, it's just the context of the scene. Nice. But I will yell that at my wife every now and then. Or, like, if I'm talking to her and somebody else is saying something in another language that I don't know, I'll just look at her and I go, Boss, better have to take it off because I'm today. That way I'm not feeling left out. Ah, yes. I'm glad we've shared that story with the world now. Yeah, yeah, that's out there now. All right. So, uh, I think that's. uh, We should probably. We're on episode 43. We didn't even mention this for episode 42. Uh, what episode we, we were on? The ball yes, so we did. Because forty-two is the answer, and we could have done the entire thing. That would have been a tight ninety, just about talking about the name. Yeah. But anyway, so we're on to forty-three. And uh, yeah. And uh, this, sad, not Gino. When, when does this come out? This comes out on uh, Monday, the, the twenty, or on the, the, the ninth. ninth. 
September 9th. So nine nine nineteen. Yeah, and um, shall we jump into the fantasy movie league? The first week of the new season. Well, I mean, we can. <laughs> it's not like anything really happened in it. It's uh, pretty basic. No, I, I mean, it's so basic. So we got a new player this season. We did, yeah. I hope they're able to keep it up. They actually did really well, seeing how they left uh, three screens open, which is a $2 million penalty for each screen. Yeah. Uh, but they competed pretty well. They ended up in fifth place. Uh, it, but they're only $10 million behind the leader, which is not much at all. Right, yeah. We're all pretty close. Yeah. Uh, the difference currently, we're recording this midday Sunday, so the Sunday uh, totals haven't been added to it yet. Uh, but uh, currently... Uh, your brother is winning with 86 million. Uh, you are close with 83. I am 82. Becca is 81. And Jay Miller is uh, 75. Yeah. And that's, I don't know. If you're new to it, then. Yeah, that's really good. That's yeah. a really good starting out. I know so, I messed up a lot when we were starting up. Yeah. And uh, um, but yeah, if they're able to, if they're able to keep, uh, like, just doing, doing it, it yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's then, that's really and then the, half the time, the, the, like you know, we'll forget. The and then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of us is going to mess up, and as long as it doesn't happen on a crucial week. I think like I'm the only one who's not forgotten to do one. Yeah, but the way you play sometimes, it's like you do anyway. <laughs> yeah. Truth. Yeah. But um, anyway, I'm still the victor. This is week one, so there's still plenty of time to make up. If you haven't joined us, please do join us. Uh, it's Fantasy Movie League. The league is Media Monday Show, and the password is Gino, capital G, lowercase E-N-O. Yeah. And if you're listening to us, please join. Yeah. You can do it on your phone. There is an app. And you can also do it via PC or other way of connecting to the internet. You have a series of birds that fly off and type for you. Then, you know, you can do that. I think that's <laughs> called tweeting. Tweeting? Yes, yeah. with a series of birds. Yeah, you like you have your neighbor's house and they have a computer, but they leave their window open to their office. <laughs> and you have a series of birds and you train each one of them as a keystroke to go, go over and like tap on a key. And uh, you open it up, they fly over, and they fly back. And so, yeah, that's called tweeting. Yes. I thought it was when you... Never mind, that's some weird sexual act. Yeah, okay, go ahead. We're, we're, uh, we're, 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 we do have explicit. the explicit... <laughs> we're an explicit podcast. Uh, talk about this. I don't know. What do you... Never mind. Now I have to come up with what tweeting would be if it were. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, we'll no, come back to it. Yeah. We'll come back to it, yeah. All right. Uh, do we want to jump into a little bit of the news? Uh, yeah, we have very little bit of news. Uh, yeah. We actually didn't create this doc until a couple days ago because I usually create our, our episode document uh, when I have some news to put in, and I genuinely did not this week. Like, it's just stuff would come up, but it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be big news or anything that's really worth us discussing. And so, yeah. So, 
it's one of those things. Uh, but uh, something that I think we can discuss is the Russo brothers have announced that they're really pushing to get Robert Downey Jr. Uh, nominated for an Oscar uh, okay. this year. And while I think Robert Downey Jr.'s performance was really good, obviously really entertaining, I, I enjoyed it. I just recently rewatched this uh, with, uh, with my wife. We watched Infinity Wars, or I'm sorry, Endgame, just a couple of nights ago. Um, I just don't think it's an Oscar-level performance. Yeah, I don't think so either. I really have not seen anything. Like, when it comes to just general performances, I have not seen anything that has been, like, an Oscar-level thing. I've seen visual effects. I've seen writing. I've seen, you know, all kinds of cinematography. But yes, all of this warrants an award. But not a single performance yet that has been worth of that. I mean... Right. Um... Possibly with the Scarlet, or I'm um, not Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Widow, mm-hmm. if they make it more about the psychological thing and they really get really good performances in there, I think it's possible that could pull it off. Yeah, uh, but 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 genuinely, I've not. There's not been a single MCU superhero movie that has come anywhere close to what I think is like a best performer level of performance. You know? Yeah. And I realize it's not necessarily up to the performance or anything. It's in Hollywood specifically. It's sometimes comes down to what studio has the most money to buy that award. award. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I have yet to see a single performance. Like a lot of people were all big on like Black Panther getting awards and Infinity Wars getting awards and all kinds of stuff. And there's just they're not there yet. It's not there. It's we're not getting that level of performance from these actors. And this is coming from a fan. I love these movies. I'm right. thoroughly entertained by these movies, but they are not Oscar performances. Just plain and skinny. Yeah, I don't know. Are they? Are they? So what happened to the the like popular movie, whatever Oscar they were going to do? Are they are they doing that like next I, year? I or they they said last year they were going to put it off for this year. Right. And of which I think yes. Definitely, in-game should deserve that. It's it, yeah, yeah. every box office record. It should win that as a movie. I mean, it could even like get like best director or best, you know, movie. I, I would I would be fine with that. I don't think it's necessarily there for best movie, but I do think that you know, like if they were to open up like a most popular film, yes, Marvel movies I think would be sweeping the board there. Right. Um, it looks like they, it's just postponed indefinitely. Yeah. And it's because, I mean, I realize that that's them admitting that, oh yeah, it's actually just a popularity contest for a lot of these awards. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it's just one of those things. Like it's, it's not there. The Russo brothers are wrong. Robert Downey Jr. Did not give that good of a performance in, in game. Right plain and simple like he was a very good character he's a very good performance and this was probably his best performance in the entire his entire mcu film career right but that does not mean that he deserves an oscar nod or a nomination or anything along those lines you know right yeah there are plenty Um, of good movies that don't 
there are excellent movies out there that have really fantastic performances or the actor really just gives it their all and it just does not happen with MCU movies yet. That's not the movies they're making. Right. And I'm fine with that. It's just the rest of the world needs to be fine with that as well. Right. Um, yeah. Do we have more to speak on, on that? Uh, that's really it. And that's the only thing I have in the news. I was going to talk about other things, <laughs> but I All right. just deleted them. They're well, that's it. Not important. 12 minutes episode. Yep, yep. We're done. So this is our shortest episode, and also we're probably never going to do this uh, this podcast again. Uh, <laughs> tune in in two weeks for Talking Traz. Yes. We're going to start talking about the Prisons of America. Um, no, I, I seriously want to do this game show spinoff. I think we could do it. Okay, okay. So we're going to do the game show game show. Yes. And we're literally going to have a game show spinoff, right? Yes. Every, every single, you know, bi-weekly, twice a week. <laughs> we're going to go to the extreme because we're going to have to have a lot of time to talk about the price of right. <laughs> All right. So I, I got a game. Okay, let's play a game. All right, so I'm going to give you a... How much can I cheat? A one-star review okay. of a movie. Fair enough. I'll give you the year the movie came out. Okay. You tell me the movie. Okay, let's do that. All right. This came out in 2016. Okay. The title of the review is Dark and Disturbing. And it says, I watched this review for my, in all caps, granddaughter, age 8. It started out hopeful that it was going to be good. Then it kept getting darker, and then nude animals entered the movie. Okay. <laughs> oh, Zootopia. Yes. Zootopia. <laughs> Zootopia, yeah. I, I was thinking, like, what's a one-star movie? Oh, it's a one-star review. Okay. It's a one-star review. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Zootopia, definitely. Yeah, it is a darker movie, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's kind of Disney's version of a noir. Uh, who done it? I could see people being surprised by that. But, yeah, and then <laughs> that entire scene is very gratuitous. <laughs> I have seen, uh, there exists on the internet, you can find somebody went and they reanimated that entire scene so it was more anime style. Okay. Like more more humanized animals. Like basically like furries. (laughs) And so when they're covering up their genitalia, it's a little bit more of a thing. And it it really just makes you think, like in-universe, that's a very disturbing scene. (laughs) All right, let's do this. Okay. This next movie came out in 2001. Oh, go way back. Okay. All right. One star. Has too many monsters. Monsters, Inc.? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. No, that is a very accurate review, though. (laughs) There are way too many monsters in that movie. Oh, God. I mean, there's only one human in the entire movie. <laughs> they yep. really were disappointed with Monsters University. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All right. Uh, 2014. Okay. Title of the review is Propaganda at its Best. Okay. After learning that NASA, NASA never went to the moon, 
all so-called space movies are not as exciting. This one may be kind of rough. Fourteen Gravity? No, the Gravity's older than that. Okay. Um, 2014. I think it is. Uh, this may have come out at about the same time. In se- uh, or not, uh, 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 Interstellar? Yes. Okay. Now you'll see when Gravity came out. 2013, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, I saw that with Becca. I was like, but I've only known Becca since, like, 2013, so... I knew they came out, like, similar, but it's one of those things where it's like, okay, Gravity is a little bit more grounded in, you know, reality. Right. Somewhat. Well, Interstellar is very much just science fiction with some science behind it. Okay, so yeah. yeah, All right. Interstellar. Yep. All right, 2016. One star. Not for kids. Porno movie. Using grocery store items. OMG. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Sausage Fest. Sausage Party. Sausage Party, that's it. Sausage (laughs) Party, yes. Uh, Yeah, that's that's a hard R movie. (laughs) For real. Uh, Not for kids. Porno movie. I am certain that some people took their kids, despite... Right. Like, I remember going to theaters, and they had signs posted, like, outside of kiosks and everything. Sausage Party is a R-rated movie. It is not recommended to be seeing, you know, to see it with your children. (laughs) I am sure there were still some people who bought tickets and went to see what they thought was a funny animated movie about food. Right. And were really, really horribly disappointed. And those people deserve for their kids to be scarred for a few years. It's like people who took their kids to see Logan. It's like, oh, it's a superhero movie. Yeah. And same thing with Deadpool. It's like, it's an R-rated superhero movie. Right. Alright. Next one. 2006. One star. Penguin shouldn't talk. Penguin shouldn't talk? Yep. Uh, Happy Feet. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. They also shouldn't dance or sing. (laughs) Well, you know. I, there was one, I didn't put it in here, but it was all like, it was like, we watched this movie and we couldn't figure out which penguin was Morgan Freeman. (laughs) They thought it was March of the Penguins? No, like, no, they, it, it was about March of the Penguins, but it was all like, we couldn't figure out which penguin was Morgan Freeman. In the end, we decided it was trapped under the ice, and we're very sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. All right, 1997. 97, fair enough. Title of the review is, This Could Never Happen. The review says, Oh yeah, a boat this big could really sink. I was about to say, no, this is based off fact. Just by that. Just by that. It's Titanic. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is a documentary or something, you know. This is, this is something involving a true event. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, it is ridiculous. I, I'm I'm all on the conspiracy side that there's that uh, Titanic was an inside job. There's there's no way. I bet you that Jack was down there on the edge. And he had that heart-shaped diamond, and he started carving into the side <laughs> of the still. And he carved that hole. Yes. Cause... If you look closely at the pictures and you see the scratches, you can see each one of them is a very, like, you can see a heart-shaped pattern on each scratch. 
Because ice doesn't melt steel. It doesn't exactly. Exactly. Let's 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 go ahead and mix in <laughs> a, another conspiracy theory with that one too. That's right. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Nineteen sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Okay. Not uh, a classic. Uh, Star Wars. Okay, not a classic. Boy drinks wolf's milk, and baby elephant has haircut like a man. Boy drinks wolf's milk, and baby elephant has hair like a man. Haircut like a man. It's the first part you need to focus on. Uh huh. I'm trying to think. Boy drinks wolf's milk. Oh. Is it the Jungle Book? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I guess if that if 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 um, the idea of a wolf pack raising a child takes you out of the experience, <laughs> then Jungle Book is not going to be a good time for you. I don't remember. I don't remember him having. A, I guess he had hair on top of his head. Right? The the elephant? Yeah. I, I don't really remember. You've he, watched he these much like, more recently than I have, I'm sure. He had like a 1970s or 60s like swoosh, like a big old comb over it. Okay. To, to indicate himself from other elephants, I guess? I don't know. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. That's, that's, I think that's an acceptable review. Yeah, one star review confirmed. All right. Uh, 1979. Title of the review is Totally Not Believable. Star Wars. <laughs> Alright, so the review says, I just don't get it. Why are they sending a woman into space? 79? Yep. Woman into space. Is... Is it Alien? Yes. Okay. I was thinking, like, maybe there was a documentary that I'm unaware of. No, Alien. Alien was where I first came. That was 79? Yep. Wow. Wow, I thought that was a bit later. I thought that was in the 80s. Fair enough. Yeah, no, um, I think the original script for that, Ripley was supposed to be a man. Yeah. And they mixed things up a little bit, and Sigourney Weaver rose to the top. Yeah, alien. All right. Uh, 1998. This is a five-star review. Okay. It says, I never knew what struggles Bugs went through. Changed my life. Bugs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely... Uh, <laughs> it's really rough when a grasshopper uh, biker gang shows up and takes your entire ant civilization hostage. Is that the right one? forces you... Yeah. And that's, this is a bug's life. And forces you to gather food for them so that you have to give them half of your stores. And... Yeah. It's, it's really rough. And then you have to get a group of circus-performing uh, bugs. Yeah, I remember uh, that part. Mixed species... 
uh, to come and pretend to be great warriors and you create an entire staged event to scare these things off, all the while discovering that the true power was in the power of numbers <laughs> as opposed to, you know, actual strength. As long as you have enough people in your corner or ants, as, you know, the case may be. Yeah. Five-star review confirmed. Definitely. A lot of hardship those bugs went through. What, um... Trying to remember the plot of Ants, then. There was one, it was titled Ants. Yeah. And it had Woody Allen and Sylvester Stallone. And it it came out, it was was in direct competition with Disney at the time. Yeah. It was when, uh, what was it, Katzenberg, when he quit and he went to DreamWorks and they started copying everything that Disney was doing. And that's why we have um, we have Madagascar, and we have uh, ants, and we have oh, what were they? Uh, there was a couple others that they did too, where it was it was it was direct copy, like it was it was them trying to directly compete, and they right. would make sure their movie came out slightly before the Disney one. Like it's like uh, it's like a big scale version of like Transmorphers and all that kinds of stuff, you know. When you'd see like movies always coming out that were like horrible, horrible, rushed out knockoffs of like sci-fi and action films, because people would go into video stores and being like, "I want to see that new Transmorphers thing." Oh, well, we actually have Transmorphers. Come over here. They come back and they complain. It's like I wanted to see that Transformers thing about the cars and people. And, hmm. sir, you asked for Transformers, and that's what you got. Transformers doesn't come out in theaters for another four months. All right, you got any more for me? Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. 2017. Okay. Title of the article of the review is Propaganda. Okay, yeah. All right. There is no Chapter 2. The producer should have stopped at Chapter 1. The picture's intent was, is... Propaganda. There's a huge percent of the American people who have been targeted by a U.S. deep state covert government. Many of the civilizations in the movie were similar to the to theater that is acted out in America in, in real life in real people's lives every day. It was pure and simple propaganda. Okay. Um, it. No, 2017. 2017. Um. One more time. Read to me one more time. Okay. There is no chapter two. The producer should have stopped at chapter one. Uh-huh. This picture's intent was slash is propaganda. There's a huge percent of the American people who have been targeted by a U.S. deep state covert government. Many of the civilizations in the movie were similar to theater that is acted out in America in real people's lives every day. It was pure and simple propaganda. Is it Infinity War? No. No? Is it- I... I, I, I- I don't think I'm going to get this one. Uh, okay, the whole point, uh, the whole thing you need to focus on is chapter two. No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to think like you still there. I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't, yeah. I'm there. here. I'm here. I just can't <laughs> think of. I can't think of anything that came out that was a sequel. Oh, Purge. No. No. Um, it literally has chapter two in the title. Really don't know. That's what I'm lost. I'm lost. It's John Wick. John Wick. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, John Wick Chapter Two. Uh huh. 
That's uh, it's exactly how things are gone. That's why gold is worth so much, because John Wick started killing a lot of people, and they needed to mint a lot more of those coins. <laughs> and they switched over to Bitcoin. Yes. Recently, and that's that's what Chapter 3 was about. <laughs> chapter 3 was all about Bitcoin. <laughs> chapter 4 will be about all kinds of other cryptocurrencies. They're going to be competing uh, societies. Instead of <laughs> tables, they will have benches. Oh, you're under the bench. Well, you're over the bench. Oh, well, you're a complete bench. <laughs> John Wick Chapter 2. Fair enough, fair enough. That one got me. Alright, 2016. Okay. Title is Not Safe for My Six-Year-Old. <laughs> okay. Alright, took my six and eight-year-old to see this. They were crying and scared all night. Now they think Iron Man is going to stab them with a sword when they're sleeping. Okay. Um, was it Civil War? No. No? What year is it? 2016. 2016. Iron Man. Iron Man kind of throws you off here. It does. I'm trying to think. Is it... Um, is it Pacific Rim? No. I'm trying to think of a, a large robot. Or no. A large... No? No. Oh. Is it Robert Downey Jr.? No, no. Huh. In fact, you've mentioned this movie while we've been talking here. Star Wars? No. <laughs> Not Star Wars. Not Star Wars? Okay. Um, okay, so they were scared. He took his. It was not appropriate for a six-year-old, but his eight-year-old was just fine, right? Uh, no, it said they were crying and scared all night. Not, not the six-year-old was... Okay. Um... It is a superhero movie. Superhero movie. And it's... Is it in the MCU? Uh... Now? Or then? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, (laughs) So... 2016... I don't know. I don't know. Deadpool. Deadpool. Ah. You missed the swords. That's swords, that's yeah. what should have gotten well, you. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm I'm off there. Yeah, yeah. Taking a six and an eight year old to see Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That but is, it's a love story. That's, that's it, how they sold the first movie. <laughs> it was. It it was. It came, came out on Valentine's Day. And it did. It's all about a relationship. All right. Uh, this yeah. is the last one I have. Uh, came out in 2015. Okay. Title says, I didn't like this film. Mm-hmm. They said, this film is a bit unrealistic since the existence of dinosaurs has not been proven. There may be some bones, but those are easy to fake. Okay. 2015 dinosaur movie? Yeah. Jurassic Park? Or Jurassic, uh, Jurassic World? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, Jurassic World had a review that said, I received this DVD with a huge hole in it. Yeah, yeah. I want all of my disc. I, <laughs> I, like, to, I like to punch my own hole, too. So I, I get you there, brother. Um, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, sure, sure. Dinosaurs, very well. Uh, if you watch Good Omens, the entire fossil record was placed there as a joke. <laughs> by God. So, you know. 
that's a thing. Yep. Um, yeah. No, Jurassic World had a lot of other issues, I think, coming up with it. Um, like, the whole, like, unrealistic standards for high hills. Uh, the fact that Chris Pratt never got his face eaten off. And the fact that Thanos didn't show up. I mean, that's the biggest <laughs> disappointment about the entire Jurassic franchise. I mean, you'd figure he'd show up and all like, you know, now you can talk, dinosaurs. Now it's your turn. Snap. That's right. That's that's what he uses his powers for to make dinosaurs talk. That's right. It, it, he actually found out that he needed to remove half of the life in the universe uh, so that he could create, uh, give space for dinosaurs to come yes. back. That's That's all that was. Yeah, that was fun. That all was right, fun. <laughs> all right. Let's... I, did pretty, I did pretty good. I did. Pretty yeah, good. yeah. You got the majority of them. I did. I, I I messed up on like three of them. I think something like that. Yeah, something like that. All right. Uh, we want to get into new releases. Yep. All right. Let's do. All this. right. So uh, Netflix has a uh, Bill Burr uh, special called yeah. Paper Tiger. I've I've never been that big of a fan of Bill Burr. I know he's more of a comedian's comedian. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm glad that he's got his own Netflix special. He deserves one. Uh, let's see here. There's a show called The Island. Like it's an okay. island, but it's I dash land. It's not Island. Nope, not Island. It's Island. Okay, fair enough. And that's a Netflix series as well. Or yeah, and it's um. What it is, is like ten people wake up on an island and they can't remember how they got there or anything. All the apples have a bite taken out of them. And, um, and then, like, they, they, they try to escape or something. I, I don't know. Like, I read the little blurb and the little blurb, uh, then I watched the trailer. And, uh, I think, like, reading the blurb makes me want to watch it better than, than watching the trailer did. Fair um, enough. I don't um, know how much I want to go into things because like, it. Uh, remember that show, The Hollow? Yeah. I think it's going to be like that. Okay, fair enough. Where they're like so the, the Hollow meets Lost. Yeah, like the you know the animated show, The Hollow. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I, no, I know exactly. What okay. You're talking about. I watched I watched an episode or two of that. Where they're in a game. Yeah, it's uh, essentially escape room, but on a much grander scale. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, yeah, and it's a it's a limited ten episode series. Okay, fair enough. That sounds at least interesting. I like the yeah. concept of that. Uh, let's see here. Live action video games, kind of a thing. Yeah, it's like a if you die in here, you die in real life sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know. Um, so there's also a series coming called The Mind Explained, and, uh, they're, they're basically, like, looking at, like, science of the brain. It's a documentary sort of thing, but not a, it's a, it's a, a science-y sort of show. It's a docu-series? I suppose. Um, it's not like... kids, they love brain games. They watch brain games all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, this is Uh, a little more science-y than that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and it's uh, narrated by uh, Emma Stone. Really? Okay. Yeah. 
she doesn't strike me as like a great narrator. No, <laughs> I I love I I love her as an actress. I think she's a very good comedic actress, and I think she has a lot of talent and range. But I wouldn't say that she has the best narrative voice. Yeah, like Emma Emma Stone of like La La Land and all that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just making sure I'm talking about the same person yep. here. Um. Yeah, yeah. I. I don't okay, know. fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge too much, I guess. Good for her. Sounds interesting. I might actually check it out. I like docuseries. Because I don't have to sit and watch an entire documentary. I can get like thirty minutes to an hour. Yeah. And I'm happier. Uh let's see here. There's also uh I keep seeing previews for this show. It's uh unbelievable. Um it's like a, like a girl who says she was raped, but like there's no like proof of it. She wasn't tied up. She wasn't. She just doesn't really remember a lot of it or something. And okay. nobody believes that she was raped, and they can't like find whoever did it. And and then suddenly like they like they they find other people with these stories in like different counties around. Huh. And, like, because, like, they're they're able to, like, put everything together, then I guess they'll end up catching the guy, probably. But but it's, okay. it's I don't know, all these people who have unbelievable rapes. Okay. Is yeah. the subtitle Jesus, the Untold Story? <laughs> um, or is this, like, a pre-series to uh, Umbrella Academy? Umbrella Academy, yes. No, I don't think there's any babies. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, it's no, aliens. I, I keep seeing previews for this on like TV or um, okay somewhere. I, I, I mean, uh, it it sounds good and everything, but I don't usually like things that that take place in the real world. Oh, it's based on a true story. Yeah, and that's that's too real world for me. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, I added this um, anime, uh, Cabinary of the Iron Fortress: The Battle of Unado, comes out. That's a little too. That's a little too long of a title. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but it's a Netflix original. Uh, it, it's it's yeah, it's a Netflix original. Well, it's it's a Japanese one that's been redubbed and brought to the states by. Uh, by Netflix. By Netflix. Okay. Fair um, but it's about um, like. There are there are people, there are zombies that are I can't remember what they're called, and then there's the cabinary which are somewhere in the middle between people and zombies. Ah. I don't know. Um Oh, so it's like Dark Souls. Okay. It's like the um the the undead kind of a thing. Yeah, it's labeled as uh, horror. I noticed hollow, this after I put it all down. Okay. And I was like, oh, Maybe Becca won't watch this. I I don't know. I I tend to like actually Japanese uh, horror series, like the the anime horror series. Okay. I I tend to enjoy those. Um. So I actually might check that out. Uh. Let's see here. That's it for Netflix TV. Uh, as long as there's not any mechs in it. If there's mechs, then I just drop it immediately. <laughs> I can't stand mechs. The only series about mechs that I actually enjoyed. Did you, did you ever watch Big O? No. 
it's it's a big question because everybody in the entire city or whatever has lost their memory and we have no idea and everybody's trying to put the pieces together and there's this one guy who's basically batman with a mech okay and it's it's an interesting story and it's like i watched that despite the fact that there's mechs in it <laughs> I I just I cannot stand mechs. It's uh, the entire Gungum series anthology. I I can't stand any of those. If if you put people into suits and have them like you know mechanized suits and have them battle, unless they're fighting like some kaiju in a live action thing, I don't care. Fair enough. All right, rant over. <laughs> All right, that's it for Netflix. Uh, Amazon has a series. It's a animated series. It's kind of well. It's it's kind of animated. It's like like a Scanner Darkly. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, so it's like it's like overlay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it has um, let's see, the girl from Alita, and um, what's his face? Uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, Bob Odenkirk is that his name? Odenkirk, yeah, Odenkirk. That's it. Yes. Yeah. So it has it has two of them, and uh, so like she gets in a car accident and wakes up and is seeing her dead father, and uh, he teaches her to travel through time and tells her that he was murdered, and she's trying to go back in time to stop his murder. Okay. That's that seems like a lot of plot. Yeah, but it, it looks pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm just very hesitant over things to give like a huge premise away. Uh, so this like, is from the same, it's from the same people who did uh, BoJack Horseman. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. But it's it's an Amazon series, you know? so it's it's a little more serious. Okay, because yeah. Amazon doesn't do uh, funny. Yeah, it does. Oh, I gotta put that into the what I watched. Uh, is that a, a TV or uh, we'll put it in TV? Jim Gaffigan. Oh yeah, I watched that as well. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else here. for Amazon? No, that's it for Amazon. There wasn't really anything on Hulu the next couple weeks. Uh, Voodoo has a Mr. Mom series, which is this okay. is Voodoo coming out with their own stuff, which is kind of cool, I guess. I um, guess, yeah. I keep forgetting that it exists. Yeah, it's owned by Walmart. Yeah, I mean, my 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 Blu-ray player literally does like Voodoo and stuff. Like it came with that preloaded, and okay, it will connect. And I've watched. I think I had a free movie, and I watched a movie on it. And I watched half of it, and then I forgot that it was going to go away after twenty-four hours. And it's like, oh, well, I guess we're not going to watch any more of that. They have um they have a number of things that are uh ad supported as well. Like you don't have to pay okay. for everything. Fair enough. Um and I think that's the case for this Mr. Mom show. Okay, and it's based off of the Michael Keaton tele- uh, movie? Yes. 1980s movie? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I think that entire concept's a bit out of date, but you know. Says Mr. Mom. Yes, yes. I literally <laughs> live. I live that story. Uh, it should be resonating with me. I just, I don't know. There, there's obviously things to say there. You can make commentary, and I think there's enough there to make a series. But I think it's going to be like, um, I, I worry that having not seen the trailer or anything connected to the series, I see like um, 
what was that one thing? Uh, Living Biblically? <laughs> yeah. Where it's based off of something that has a very hard concept and they're going to try and make it into a sitcom. And I just, I just don't know. I don't know if I'm sold on Mr. Mom being a television series on Voodoo. Because obviously Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu passed on this for them to get to Voodoo. Right. It's not like Voodoo owned the rights to the Mr. Mom story or the fact that, you know, the, the name, I guess. Because you could do Mr. Mom without calling it Mr. Mom. So, I don't know. Like, the fact that this is on Voodoo... I mean, I can't be surprised. I have been surprised before. But I'm going to hold my breath in regards to this being of any value. Um, let's see here. So, it looks like it's a, like a continuation of the kid, like, grown up. Okay. So it's taking place in-universe as well? It's not a reboot, it's a sequel? I think so. Okay. Um, fair, fair enough. I don't know, but it's obviously not going to have... Michael Keaton. You're right. <laughs> yeah. He's the Birdman. He is. He's All right. the Bat, Birdman, and everything. Uh, let's see here. Also, I threw on here, uh, Acorn has a British series called Taken Down. It's like a procedural drama, com a crime drama. Okay. Um, but it's, uh, I, I'm trying to, like, grab other sources of not just Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu. Yeah, no, I get that. And sometimes things come out of those things. Acorn uh, has a whole lot of, uh, British series that just aren't available anywhere else here. Fair enough. And is that a monthly subscription or is it? Yeah, it's a monthly subscription. Okay, yeah. It's just one of those things where I just. But don't it's only know like. Why. It's only like eight bucks or something like that. Only eight bucks. I mean, yeah. it's no. It's no. Uh, no Netflix. Let me see here. No. It's just no. It's not. You can get it annually. Let me see here. This is probably gonna mess things up. Uh, it's six bucks, five ninety nine monthly, or sixty dollars annually. I don't, I don't think. I don't know. I'm not. I don't care how good Taken Down is going to be. Right. I don't think it's enough to pick, make me pick up another subscription. Um, is it Acorn that is it Acorn or BritBox has all the the BBC old stuff? Um, like Doctor like Who. Doctor Who. That's BritBox, isn't it? I think so. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. It's got all the classic Doctor Who and a lot of BBC stuff. Yeah, I'm looking through the Acorn stuff, and there's nothing that's really grabbing me as something that is big that... Doc Martin. Yeah, that's a thing. And it used to be on, I think, Hulu and Netflix because it was very cheap for them to have. <laughs> All in good faith. I know these. I'm aware of that. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't know that I need Acorn in my life. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that they have to have a huge catalog for me to warrant actually saying. 
don't know. They may add like a show that you go, oh, I need that, and then you like pay six dollars and watch it all in a month. And yeah, yeah, I see a lot of people doing that with things, and also I see a lot of people paying the six dollars for just one month and then forgetting about it. And they have right, it for yeah. Five months. Like there's entire like apps and everything now to just see exactly what you're paying monthly for. Right. Because you're going to forget some of your subscriptions. Um, let's see here. Traditional TV. You know who Lily Singh is? I don't think so. I didn't either. She's a YouTube star. Okay. And uh, they're giving her a late night show. Good for her? Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. She's a Indian-Canadian lady. Okay. So she's like the first female on late night, and then she's, you know, diversity. Yeah, yeah. Um, But no, that's that's good. I'm probably just not the right age range to have heard of her. Yeah, me too. Um, But yeah, good for her. Good for her getting big on YouTube and then turning it into a big career. And the title of her show is what? Um, a Little Late with Lily Singh. Okay, fair enough. Good. And that's on NBC? Yep. And they're also okay. doing a primetime special introducer on, uh, so uh, that it starts on the 16th is the, the first show. Okay. And, um, and then they're, the primetime one is on the, the that Wednesday. They're like gonna introduce her show, things. It's uh, um, it's replacing Last Call with Carson Daly, okay. which apparently is still a thing. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that was going away, but also I didn't realize it was still there. Right. Um. So yeah, I remember watching Carson... Last Call with Carson Daly when it was more of a talk show instead of uh, the weird thing it is now. I. I... I was unaware that it changed. I yeah, no. Carson Daly is one of those things that I, you know, I am I am very jealous of his career arc because it seems like that's something I could have done. You know? Right. Like, if I was born, I guess, 20 years earlier, I could have been Carson. Because it doesn't seem there's anything actually special about him. He's not a good... <laughs> no. He's not a good journalist. He's not a good uh, host. He's not a good interviewer. Like, he's okay. He's fine at all right. these things. He's very much middle range fine at all of those things. I mean, I just, I don't understand exactly why he has stayed where he is, other than the fact that I guess, I'm sure he doesn't step on any toes. Right, yeah. You know, it's like, okay, you just keep a clean So you just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And then I'll go ahead and just go with the flow and, oh yeah, if you want to just pay me whatever you want to pay me, I'm fine with that. Because he knows. (laughs) It's like you know. One day, if I if I go in and complain, it's like, oh, I need a I need a hike. I need a fifteen percent bump, and I need portions of the ad rev. They're going to just drop his ass, right? And so, yeah, yeah. And so Carson Daly, if you're out there listening, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I am salty of your career. That's what it boils down to. Well, it's you like you know they were like grooming him to take over Conan's show, right? And then. And then that didn't happen. And then that and then didn't James happen. Gordon came along. Well, and then, yeah, no, who? Uh, it was Stephen. Uh, it was Fallon. Fallon took over. Stephen Cabrera, Fallon, and uh, James Corden. They're the they're the late night lineup. 
And yeah, and it's because Carson Daly is is very much blah. I mean, Jamie Fallon is definitely. I mean, I guess actually they probably have the same amount of connections. They've they've met and made friends with the same amount of famous people between right. the two of them. But Jimmy Fallon has a bit more on screen personality. Yeah, he does. And has a lot more talent. You know, just with his impersonation <laughs> impersonations, his uh his his singing talent yeah. and his comedic timing, Jimmy Fallon is by far and away better. And Carson Daly knows this. Carson Daly right, yeah, yeah. to this. You're very much aware of the fact that Jimmy <laughs> Fallon outpaces you on paper. Oh, I'm titling this episode Carson Daly if you're listening. Yeah. That's fine. Maybe we'll get a oh, listener cool. of we're, Carson Daly. Right. He'll Google yeah, himself and be like, what is this podcast? Uh, if he talks about it, then we have to just start watching his show. <laughs> if he can bring this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, quid pro quo. You talk about us. We talk about you. You talk about we us. Weekly we'll talk watch about each your other's show. shows. <laughs> That's right. We'll buy weekly. Actually, if he just emails us, we're, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. start doing that. Just just reach out to us, Carson. Um, but his show's going to end in like a week. <laughs> <laughs> Damn well, it, we'll watch the rest of it. It could have been great together. <laughs> Fine, I'll watch the back catalog of two seasons. Uh, I'll find them but somewhere, like, I'm sure. So it was originally like a talk show, like like you know, like a normal talk show. And then yeah, like, like they like got rid of the show. set completely. And he just, like, interviews somebody, and then they have a musical guest. Okay. And then, like, lately it's just been he interviews the musical guest. And okay, it's it's, so a, it's a music on, show. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So it's, it's basically, uh, what was that show? The, uh, the thing on MTV, like, the thing that launched his career, uh, where we would have, like, the top ten. Top ten with Carson Daly, is that it? I don't know. Like, he'd have the top ten, and he'd have an artist come on. I wasn't allowed to, to watch artists. MTV when I was a kid. <laughs> F- fair enough, fair enough. But that's that's basically, he's come full circle. It's just no longer on MTV because MTV no longer does music. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, like, well, one, on of the, one of the funniest things I've ever heard, and, and that's just because it stuck with me for years, was on Last Call with Carson Daly. They did, um... What was it? Karaoke the News? Okay. And, like, they would give a news story. Or was it, like, Rock the News? They would do do, do a news story. I've heard of of Rock the News. Yeah, so they would do a news story, and then they would, like, sing a song about it real fast. And there was one point where um, Peter Pan Peanut Butter had their... uh, had everything pulled because of, like, a salmonella scare. And okay. that was the news story. And the song was Peter Pan Feces Like a Hurricane. Okay. And that stuck that's with me for that. like 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Feces Like a Hurricane. Feces Like a Hurricane. Yeah. That's that's clever. All right. So there you go. That, that Carson <laughs> Daly will stay with you for the rest of your life because of that. Yep. Hopefully he's listening and remembers that. Yes. <laughs> we were there for you, Carson Daly. Where were you for us? All right. Um, moving on. Uh, Comedy Central has a roast of Alec Baldwin. Yeah. 
I, I've heard of this, and also I think Caitlyn Jenner is one of the people. Either that roasts or get roasted. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So he's he's got a is it Comedy Central roast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually haven't seen any roasts in quite a long time. The last one I saw was the roast of Adam Sandler, and that was uh, during the writer strike. Okay. And it 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 felt like there was no writers for any of those people. Okay. It's that's the last one that I saw. The last Comedy Central roast. All right, I've I've never watched any of them. I mean, some of them are fine. They're they're very. It's it's comedians in their element, and usually comedians comedians do the best on that. Um, but they're not like it's it's a lot of like groaners. You know, it's like oh, I can't believe you said that. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like oh, they really got them. You know, that's that's all it is. It's not. It's not like surface funny. There's no. It's just comedians, I think, having fun, and you know, you, you get that out of it that they are having fun. Yeah. Um, and then the Emmy Awards happen on the Sunday before we uh, air next. Okay. So. So. If you're interested in that, watch that. <laughs> so I guess if we record Sunday, we could say our theories of what the Emmys are going to be. But no, this next Sunday is our our fall lineup episode. Okay. So, no time for the Emmys. So, never mind, Emmys. We don't care about you. You're <laughs> outdated and quite archaic, and you're a dinosaur, so we don't care. All right. Uh, quick, I wrote down some returning shows. Uh, American Horror Story 1984. Uh, yeah, it takes place in 1984 and is like... Which is been off of Wonder Woman, right? Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> Uh, I suppose Wonder Woman could come save them, maybe. Yeah, no, I don't. But think it's that's like how horror story works. No, but it's no like heroes. a uh summer camp in okay. nineteen eighty four summer camp. Yep. So they're gonna have like a Jason style thing. I'm sure. Yep, yep, yep. Uh huh. I do not like the American Horror Story, but I do appreciate the fact that they have cast members playing multiple characters. I do appreciate that the storylines of every single season is very different, but all connected. Mm-hmm. And to the point where I actually watched like an hour and a half long YouTube thing where they broke down the timeline of American Horror Story. Because I appreciate the universe. I appreciate the writing. It's just not my kind of thing. That's all. Fair enough. Uh, there's also uh, The Chef Show has a new season. Have you watched any of this? No, none of it. Are you aware of it? You probably talked about it, but I kind of tune you up because I play WoW while you're talking. <laughs> um, it's uh, John Favreau. Is that okay? Uh, making food with celebrities. Okay, yeah, because he had that show, Chefs, right, or sh- the Chef, or something. The Chef Show. That's what this is. No, no, no. He had a he had a movie or something. A movie. Yeah, he had a movie. Yeah, about yeah, cooking like or something. Infinity Wars. Yeah, because that was all about cooking. <laughs> uh huh. Where he made a bunch of Burger King burgers. No, I guess like the, like the the reason for this show is that like he he would cook with the, with the cast of like all of the Avengers movies and stuff, and he wanted yeah. to continue doing that. 
That, that makes sense. That's I like the whole. As a, I like him as a. Uh, uh, I like him as a director and a producer and everything. He comes up with some, you know, nice ideas, and he's a decent. He's a decent enough actor. Yeah. So yeah, he he is right for like a television series where he hosts celebrities and whatnot. But, but they have like uh, an actual chef like showing them how to cook, and then it's him and a and a celebrity cooking. Okay. And so they attempt to do the same thing, or they yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're like the the chef is cooking is teaching them how to cook, basically. Okay, fair enough. And so it's, a, it's a cooking class for celebrities. Yes, okay. but the entire time they're talking about like movies and stuff they made together, so it's it's like twenty minutes of them them talking about Avengers. Is it is it like a themed dish like uh, like for Infinity Wars? Was it? Uh, yeah, well, it's like it's themed for dusted, the dusted donuts or something <laughs> like that. Uh, it's themed for the the uh, the actor, the um, actor okay. like the the, the the one that I've seen had uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. And they were making a pepper pot. A pepper pot. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So. Um. um yeah. And Did you ever watch like there was a like a TNT series? It was like dinner and dinner and movie or drive-in and movie or something. Or it was something like that. It was like dinner and a movie. And they would prepare a meal that was themed onto it. Like, they did the Breakfast Club, and they basically made, like, the, the cereal sandwich at some point in it. Okay. And yes. I know what like you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a thing, and they had, like, a couple hosts, and they'd do, like, you know, pop-up video kind of stuff where they had to commentary about scenes, and they'd basically read what IMDb is now. You know, they, you know, it's like, in that scene, it actually costs $7 million to just do that one shot or, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of miss things like that. And so I would like it if like he did the movie, but they just kind of cut in with them doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be cool. But you'd have to have like license to the movie. No, I know. It, it's <laughs> difficult to do. Um, let's see here. Uh, and then uh, Disenchantment's back for another season. Really? Yep. I could have sworn that he that that was just done because this is the Futurama people, right. right? Yep. It's awful. It's <laughs> not good. How is that still? Good? I don't know. Like I've did you finish it? I think I did. I feel finished. I feel done. Okay. Like um, I feel I feel as though I'm done. Like I've I've heard. Like a lot of people talking about this, saying that they they felt the same way about it that they did Futurama, and that they didn't like Futurama when it first came out, and like rewatching things and like going through it again, then they they learned to like it, and they're excited about a season two. I mean, I hope that it's just growing pains, but the first season was just bad. They had no good character development. The jokes were just poor. Like it's all writing. It's all writing issues with maybe. That. I don't know. I I'll probably watch the second season. I watched the first one. I I feel as though I finished the first season, but I'm not actually sure. I might have just given it up. And which unless you're like, oh, the second season is so good. Oh my god, you need to watch it. I'm just not going to do it. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, let's move on to movies. <clears throat> 
streaming movies. Uh, Netflix has uh, a movie called Tall Girl, and it's like a um, like a teenage rom com about uh, a really tall girl in high school. Okay. And then like a uh, really tall guy shows up, and she's she feels the need to get with him. Yes. And and everybody like, should partner based upon size. Yes. Um, and then there's a Between Two Ferns movie. Really? Which looks yeah. hilarious. <laughs> that, that just being made is amazing. Yep. Okay, Between Two Ferns. That's the Zach Galifianakis yep. thing where he would interview people. Yep. And it seemed kind of scripted, or at least like in the sense that they knew things were going to happen on his end before, you know, he did them. But the people he was interviewing, kind of like there, they were completely unscripted. I don't know, but okay, good, good for them. That sounds interesting. I don't know how you make that into a movie. Uh, they take it on the road. Okay. Uh, good for Zach Galifianakis. Yep. It has lots of people. You know what? I'm seeing quite the resurgence of something, something, something. Like title the movie. Uh huh. Like, there's a lot of things that that's doing. I think we're coming back into that age where things are getting, like, movies being made of them. And they're just titling, titling it The Movie. So here's the, the list of the cast on IMDb. Okay. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Of Tessa course. Thompson. Uh-huh. Brie Larson. Okay. Haley Steinfeld. Matthew McConaughey. Right. Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. Alright. John Hamm. Oh, good. Uh, Will Ferrell, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, Rashida Jones. Okay. Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Adam Scott. Okay. Peter Dinklage. Okay. Jason Schwartzman. Fair enough. And Zach Galifianakis, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think the ones that are, uh, like, have been on Saturday Night Live, like, uh, um, Will Ferrell and, uh, what was her name? Tamika? Uh, what, what? You said it. Rashida. Rashida. Rashida Jones. Uh-huh. Uh, those people will definitely be good. Uh, John Hamm will definitely be good because he has a really good sense of comedic timing. But most uh, of these are them interviewing them. Yes. No, I know that. It's just it's just one of those things where uh, those people can roll with punches mm-hmm. and are very quick-witted and are willing and able to make fun of themselves to get a joke across. Um, but all of it sounds really good. That sounds like a really good lineup of people to go and do and be. Um, what is it streaming on? Uh, Netflix. On Netflix. Okay, so yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely going to check that out. Yep. I think that'll be an experience. All right, theater movies. Um, let's see here. The week of the 13th, we've got Hustlers and uh-huh. The Goldfinch. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, think it's. I think it it will carry over. Yeah, that's what I think as well. Um, I've heard good things about Hustlers. I hear that Jennifer Lopez's performance and it's really good. Um, but I don't necessarily know who this movie is is aimed at because it's about a bunch of uh, exotic dancers and they. It's kind of based on a true story, I think. Yeah. In the sense that they're conning out like big businessmen out of their money. And getting them to pay like for bottle service and all kinds of stuff, what they're not actually getting, so they're they're scamming them. Um, 
but it's 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 a stripper movie with like girl power, so it doesn't necessarily. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that I I can see some women going to see it for one reason and men going to see it for another reason. So I guess it's a date <laughs> night movie. But I, like the 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 trailers and everything for it has has never actually appealed to me. I don't I don't think that I would. I don't think I'm going to go see Hustlers. Okay. Uh, the Goldfinch, Sarah's very interested. So I might end up seeing this at some point in the next few weeks. Just okay. Because we might actually do it. Apparently it was an excellent book. Okay. And it seems like a really done cast. This seems also like Oscar bait Goldfinch. Yeah. It, it seems like this is going to be uh, up for a few awards. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's about a kid who um, was at a museum when a terrorist bombing happened. And he was looking at a painting, a very famous real-life painting. And he puts it in his backpack to keep it safe because the, the museum is just blown up. And he ends up keeping it. And it's a story about like the journey of the, the painting in his possession and investigations into the missing painting and this and that and this and that. And also, you know, loss. And he meets somebody else that lost family members at the thing. It seems like a good story. It's not my thing necessarily, but uh, it's something that I definitely would be interested in seeing with my wife. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it very much seems like an Oscar bait movie. Maybe I'll go see it. I, I need to see something to get my money's worth out of my. Yeah, I have movie to see thing. two movies here soon. I don't know. I, I might actually go see uh, Ready or Not here soon. Okay, the theater is cleared out. I can only see horror movies after the after the theater has emptied. <laughs> so I will go see a late screening of that sometime, probably this week. And yeah, and so I'll probably check that out. All right, and I heard good things about it too. Anyway, so right. moving on. So the moving on uh, the following week we've got Downton Abbey. Yeah, which is a in theater experience that is supposed to wrap up the Downton Abbey. You gonna saga. you and Sarah gonna go see that? I uh, probably not. We'll probably wait until it comes out on Amazon or something. Okay. I mean, maybe if she's interested in seeing it, we basically go see it for half off. Right. Yeah. Um, but I really don't know. I mean, it's obviously going to have like a series of cameos and probably even a flashback involving like you know a few characters that have died. Right. That yeah. Way yeah. It just wraps up all of them. But I just I don't know. I thought that the television series kind of wrapped up well enough. But this is basically like the Christmas special instead for yeah. wrapping up the entire series. Uh, you know, good for all of them. I feel as though a lot of the actors are ready to just move on. Like a lot of them, their careers have taken off afterwards, and I think this is probably an imposition by them. Maybe. Uh, let's see. We got Rambo: Last Blood. I'm going to see that just because I always see dad films with my dad friend. Okay. And we're going to go see Rambo. I mean, I've seen all of the Rambo movies, so I guess, you know... Gotta. Logically, I might as well finish this one up. And then there's uh, Ad Astra? Astra, uh, yeah, Ad Astra. Uh, Which is uh, the... Uh, it's a Plan B film, so it's it's produced by Brad Pitt. Okay. And it's, it's a Brad Pitt movie about him going to space. Yes. It doesn't look terrible, I don't think. It doesn't look bad. It's obviously trying to compete with Last Blood. I think it's the mid-ground for somebody that wants to go see Down Abbey and 
the other person wants to go see Last Blood. And like, well, fine, let's go see Brad Pitt in a space movie. Yeah. Um, it's got Tommy Lee Jones in it. It seems like it's well cast. And honestly, the Plan B movies are pretty good. They're just, you know, very Brad Pitt heavy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And even though he is a leading man, he is a very talented actor. I think that he really shines in supporting roles better. I think that's why I liked uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood the most. It's because okay. he, he can play a, and also all of the, the Oceans movies and just a bunch of other things. Uh, and also, like, you know, going all the way back to um, to Seven. Um, it's just one of those things that, like, he can pull off a scene. He's a very talented actor, but he needs somebody else to kind of bounce off of. And I think that his top-rated movies have other actors that are capable of being a foil to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm not getting that with Ad Astra. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, probably Rambo for that week. Yeah. Depending on how well it does for the next couple weeks. Uh, depends on how cheap everything else is, I guess. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I can't see a lot of people flocking to see Downton Abbey. There'll be a few people that opening week. It depends on how much it costs. Uh, but I don't think Hustler or Goldfinch will actually carry over much. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Uh, let's move on to yeah. what we're watching. Yeah. Um, the U.S. Open's been going on for the last like two and a half weeks. So I've been watching a lot of that tennis. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Like Becca's into tennis so we've been watching a lot of that yeah tennis is one of those things that I can't play it and I really can't watch it it's one of those things I just it's not for me like I've been watching it for like I don't know like 15 20 years and fair enough um and then like it turns out I don't know some of the terms and Beck is all like how do you call yourself a a tennis watcher it's like I don't know I just watch it <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's see here. Are the Williams sisters still involved? Serena is. Serena? Okay, good for her. Like she was in the finals. Okay, yeah. she's uh, She's got some age on her. It's, it's kind yeah. of impressive, isn't it, that she's still able to compete? She's in her, is it 40s? No, she's like 38, I think. Okay, is the other one in the 40s? Let me see here. I could have sworn she's 37. And like Venus, Venus is and... uh, 39. Okay, so they're getting up there, but I don't know. They've always dominated that field. Yes. And uh, she lost in the finals to a uh, 19-year-old Canadian girl. Okay, good for her. Yeah. like This is the, the first time a Canadian has won a Grand Slam. Fair enough. Or a female Canadian, I guess. Yeah, because I, I don't know. Famous if... comedian tennis player. Wasn't there one of them? It's not McEnroe or something like that. I don't know. There. Okay, but anyway, um, so yeah, good for good for both of them to be you know pushing forty and being able to compete with you know twenty year olds. That's yeah. impressive. So uh, let's see here. I also watched some spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. 
and it's still fun. Like I watched the first episode instead of like the episode that was on TV. So I, like I've seen like the this is like the intro episode. So they explained everything okay. and stuff and yeah, all the concept and everything. Fair enough. Is it fun? Yeah, yeah. And the guy uh, made it through all the spins. Okay. So that was cool. Is it, it's a pressure. Is it a pressure luck game? Kinda. Yeah. So like the um. At the the end of it, like the last four spins, because we discussed this before, so I'm not going to go in like ten yeah, minutes yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah. But like, yeah. um, the last four spins, if you hit go back to zero, or anything reduces you down to zero, then you're done. Okay. And they keep adding go back to zero things to the board. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, by the end of it, there's like a like a twenty percent chance that you'll hit something that sends you back to zero. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And so, uh, like, as you're spinning those, they give you an offer to walk away, and you got, like, a family member in a box that has to push a button to decide whether or not to take the, bu- the offer. And so, okay, like... So it's not up to the person playing. It's no, like they just spin else. and get as much as they can, and yeah. then the other person decides if they take the offer or not. And okay. if they don't take the offer and it goes back to zero, then they get nothing. Okay, fair enough. And like this guy made it all the way through, but but his brother took the offer, so like okay, so, so he, wow. he got like two hundred thousand instead of like one point eight million. Okay, so they don't tell you and they don't stop you. Nope. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> oh, oh, I'd be like, I'd be telling the brother, it's like, okay, you're getting a tiny percent, you get five percent, yes, you get the rest. <laughs> You didn't believe in me, man. So I'm going to buy myself a house, and you're not invited. That's right. You can come to the barbecue. you got to bring your own meat. Uh, let's see here. I also watched uh, an episode more of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, how are you liking that? It's 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 okay. It's okay, yeah. It's not. I watched a, I watched a few episodes, and I still think that it's held up age-wise. Like, but, I think it's... The, the the art style, the writing style, and everything, it holds up pretty well, I think. Like the the episode I watched was the 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 guy on Venus with the plant and the blind girl. Yeah, yeah, that's like four or five episodes in. Actually, it's like nine episodes in. Oh, okay, never mind then. Fuck me, <laughs> not knowing. But uh, uh, the next episode apparently introduces Ed. Yeah, it, it gets very interesting after Ed shows up too. I, I highly recommend you can. I highly recommend you just watch the entire series. It's right? Not yeah, that yeah. Long. I I, um, I mean to watch it, but uh, it takes a little more attention than your average show. I think. It does. It does. But the thing is, the voice acting, the writing, and the storylines and everything. I think, and the thing is, you don't actually have to watch chronologically with this show too. I think you can watch this show on shuffle and it'd be fine. Um, but yeah, there there are there are a few episodes that aren't as good, but as a series as a whole, I still think that it is an excellent, excellent anime. Um, let's see, we finished Orange Is the New Black. Okay, just the other night, and it wasn't as cathartic as I was hoping. But it ends very nicely. It, it, it wraps up like you can see a bunch of cameos of people who haven't been in the season or the series for like half of it or something, 
Like it touches base with a lot of different characters, and it's it's satisfying in the sense that it's it's a good conclusion. It's just not satisfying because, quite frankly, some of the villainous people don't get their just desserts. And yeah. In this in this series, at the end of each episode or every season, like whoever the villain is of that season, kind of gets something bad happened to him. Like it's there's always a conclusion, right? And it's like the way it's been going, it's been grounded a little bit more realistically, like in real the real world. And it's like okay, so a lot of these people are going to just be fine because that's how it would actually happen in the real world. And so. I don't know. It's it ends in the sense that I think they could in a couple years do a movie where it's like a where are they now kind of a thing. Kind okay. of like uh Deadwood or something like that. Yeah. And it's like it's five years later after most of them are out of prison or you know, back in prison for whatever reason or, you know, doing this or doing that. I, I think they could do something like that where it's like ten minutes per each main character. But it's it's definitely was a fun conclusion. Although I do have to say like season Five just slogs on. Like season five in of itself, it's the one where the riot happens. Yeah. I really just I don't know if it's like I think you could probably skip that entire season and you're just missing minor story arcs, storylines. And a lot of them are rehashed in the next season. So I think you could actually skip season five in total. It's just it just drags. It's the pacing is off on it. And I think that's a good enough reason to be like, ah, eh, you don't really need to watch it. So, yeah, but Orange is the New Black, it was good. It, it, it was fun. We we're definitely happy that we finished it. Um, we're almost done with Community. We have, I think, three or four episodes left. Okay. We're completely done with Community. And I don't know. I Season six is a pale shade of what it right. all yeah. once was. But still, it's kind of fun just to kind of see what these characters are doing. And it's definitely off. It's definitely low budget. There was a paintball episode here recently, and it was fun. But you can tell they spent a lot of their season's budget on this. And I don't know. It's, the writing's just not... It's not as good. The acting's not as good. The production is nothing. Um, I, I think that with it, you can, I, I can confidently say you can watch up to the fifth season... And it'll be fine. You could actually probably cut out the the third season, maybe, or the fourth season. Whatever one Dan Harmon wasn't involved in. Yeah. And you can probably be fine without that. But, yeah, it's it's one of those things that... I'm still waiting for the community movie, though. I'm waiting for that. We got six seasons. We need our movie. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's still good. There's still it's worth laughs. We're still at least laughing at these characters and some of the shenanigans they get into. And but we're constantly complaining about how it's not as good as what it once was. Right. Um, let's see. I've watched a few things of anime. I watched the first episode of Helsing Unleashed or Unlimited or something like that. Okay. And it's it's okay. It's fine. Okay. I just think the pacing is a bit off. If you like the whole vampire thing, and I know a lot of people love this series, I think I just came in too late, where a lot of other things have done it a little bit better. And so I'm having trouble kind of getting into it, and I don't know if I'm going to continue. I watched a few more episodes of Hunter x Hunter. Okay. And it's it's okay. It's starting to grow on me a little bit. Uh, they're on, like, an airship. I know you're, like, seasons and seasons away. Yeah, yeah, no, the airship, yeah. 
Yeah, they they came across this old man. And yeah, gone yeah. And, uh, gone and or what, what's his name? Is it Gone or Gun? Gone. Gone. Okay, so I was just completely wrong. Uh, Gone and the person who's possibly an assassin demon. Kilwa. Uh, oh, is his name Kilwa? Kilwa. Yep. Okay, fair enough. Um, but they they were fighting against him and everything, and that was entertaining. Yeah. And now they're in like a tower, I guess. Yeah. And they're they're trying to work their way through. And it's it's just dragging. Like each one of the episodes is like this doesn't need to be a full episode in of itself. Right. Um, and a lot of anime suffer from this where they have to fill time. It's like, oh we we have to make a full season. And so the storylines for each episode and I've gotten to the point where with I with any kind of anime that does this. I skip the recap at the very end, and I don't watch. I don't stick around to watch the the preview next time on. You yeah, know, because a lot of times they're just not worth it. Are you? And I enjoy. Are them you a watching lot more this on? Are you watching this on Hulu? On, you watching this on I'm Netflix? I'm watching it on Hulu. Yeah, I'm watching it on Hulu. You can you can watch it. It's the same on Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix and and not have commercials, and you can skip through the intro and the. Okay. Yeah, I will actually probably switch over and do that. Then. <laughs> I will figure out what episode I'm on, and I'll start doing that on Netflix, where I'll just skip the intro because it's just the 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 fact that it recaps the first five minutes of the movie or the episode with what happened at the very end of the last episode. Yeah, I just don't care. It's just it's just padding. It's something that I hated about like Naruto, and if you really exclude those things, then each episode is really like 15 minutes long. Right. And so I'm really just watching two or three episodes, but I'm cutting out all that middle stuff. And I'm enjoying it a bit more. Um, I do think that it's 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 interesting in the sense that a lot of characters are just dying left and right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and in other anime-ish thing, I've been watching Harm Quest. I think I'm current. Yeah, there's been three episodes. Yeah, so I watched three episodes, and none of them really hooked me at all. No. No. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think, uh, what's her face? Um, Kate Mikuchi? Part of Garfunkel and Oates. Kate Mikuchi? Garfunkel and Oates. Is it Garfunkel and Oates? Okay, yeah. Yep. Kate Mikuchi. I, I didn't like, like, she obviously didn't know what she was doing, and she was right. trying to do her best. And she's obviously not, like, a like an improv comic or anything along those lines. Right. Like,. You can you can be one or the other. You can be really good at D and D, or you know just role playing games in general, or you can be an improv comic or a stand up comedian or something like that. Somebody has a very quick wit, but you can't be neither of them. And episodes where it's somebody who isn't either of them, I really find that I don't enjoy them much at all. And I don't know the first episode. You know, it's a rehash and re-character and I just I don't know I'll probably watch it because they're not very long right but it's it's something that I hear today's season... episode is pretty good I, I was looking for it and and uh, I was looking at like reviews on uh, like Reddit and stuff and they were saying it's pretty good okay it's just if this season doesn't hook me it doesn't matter from here on out I'll probably quit okay. like I'm gonna give it this season and if this season doesn't have like a few really good laughs I'm just going to go ahead and cut it. Because I could fill that with something else. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, I also watched the first episode of Dark Crystal on Netflix. Okay, how was that? It's it's difficult in the sense that it's really, really well done. Like, if you like Dark Crystal, you're going to like this series. Uh, because they did the puppetry and everything in the similar sense. They, like, modeled them. It's expanding the universe. But I don't think the writing is very good. And I just... It's also frustrating because you know that none of these people, they might set wills into motion, but none of these characters are going to complete their tasks. Nobody's actually going to win at the end of this. None of these main characters, you know? Because you know dark it's a prequel to Dark Crystal, and they, they have two seasons. Like, it's already been greenlit for another season after this. And just a lot of these characters that are going on a quest, you know that they're going to either die, or they're going to fail... Or they might just do something that sets in motion something that's going to conclude in the movie, you know? Okay. And so it's frustrating that sense. And also, I don't think I'd let my kids watch it. Okay. So I don't think it's like a kid's show, at least to the level of my kids. Yeah, it's probably for more for the nostalgia for the people who... It, it, it really is. It really is. I have... When they were kids. My dad friend, he actually talks about this quite a bit. He really likes the show. He's a big fan of Dark Crystal. I'm more of a Labyrinth fan. Right. It seems to be you're either one or the other. You really like the Dark Crystal or you really like the Labyrinth. Um, like, if they were doing a Labyrinth series, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to see that. And I bet you they will after this, actually. <laughs> uh, because it's already been greenlit for its second season, which will, I think, be, I think it's supposed to be its final season. They're just doing two seasons. And I would not be surprised if they did like a labyrinth prequel series or spinoff series of like <coughs> what happens after the Goblin King Jared goes away, you know, is defeated. Okay. And so, yeah. Or it could even actually be, uh, what's her face? Uh, Jennifer Connelly. It could be her daughter that goes into it. <laughs> like Jared changes form. and <laughs> He's after her daughter. All right. Because the Goblin King likes him young. Um, I've been watching some of the lesser Marvel series. Lesser Marvel, okay. So that's 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 coloring my point of view on them already. Like they are, they're not like well budgeted, and they're not. Um, I mean they're 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 decent series, but they're not they're not like Netflix Marvel series, and they're not like yeah. Marvel I mean they're yeah. Yeah. But uh, Runaways, uh, I watched some of that while Becca watched it. Okay. And um, it was pretty good. The, like, the characters are pretty good, and uh, it's it's not bad. Uh, Is it connected at all to the MCU or any of that? Or is it like its own standalone thing? Uh, I think it's its own standalone thing. Okay, fair enough. Um... And then uh, Cloak and Dagger, I watched like the first season of that with Becca. Oh, you watched the whole season? Okay. Yeah. Like well, was that 10 episodes. Uh, Cloak and Dagger's pretty good. Um, it's like there's like the guy who can um, can like teleport himself if he's and he can control it if he's wearing a cloak. That's why he's yeah, Cloak. Yeah. And yeah. then there's the girl that can make like light daggers out of... Yes. And uh, so that's Cloak and Dagger, and and they're they're pretty good. Um, yeah. 
And, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of voodoo in it. Okay. It takes enough. place in New Orleans. Okay. It's one of those things. I'm aware of the characters. I don't, I didn't ever really read any of their things. I read a couple of their things when it was connected to something bigger. Right. Um, so I'm aware that they have either a relationship or a complicated relationship or a friendship. And it's a lot about like dependencies and like they kind of need each other. Yes. Kind of a thing. Yes. Um, but beyond that, I don't really know anything about their entire thing. Um, but, uh, so Runaways is on Hulu. Uh, Cloak and Dagger is a freeform show, uh, but is also on Hulu. And, uh, there's two seasons of each of them. The third season is coming, um, like in December. Okay. For both of them, and there's a crossover between them. Okay. So. Is this something that, like, Disney has just kind of let out there, or is it something that's going to go away because of Disney Plus? Um. I don't think it's going to go away. Okay. Like it's it's a Hulu show, so it's still Disney. I, I just figured seeing but, how they have their own platform and everything, I thought they were right. going to go ahead and just congregate everything into one. Like, um, I don't know. I suppose it could get moved to, to Disney Plus. Okay. Uh, did you say you watched the Jim Gaffigan stand-up special on... I did. Sarah and I... Sarah loves Jim Gaffigan. And so we watched the Jim Gaffigan special. I think you texted both of us about it. And so Sarah's like, I've heard from three people I need to watch Jim Gaffigan. So we're doing that tonight. <laughs> and so we watched it. And it was funny. It was it was really entertaining. I like his stand-up. Um, I think it's, it's the same in the sense of it's nothing special or different than any of his other stand-up specials. Right. But they're all, they're all good. They're all good. He's a, he's a funny stand-up comedian. Um, I was expecting more horse jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm disappointed that it did not have more horse jokes. Um, we, we mentioned, I feel as though we were left hanging without horse jokes. We, we mentioned jo- uh, Jim Gaffigan in a, in a chat at work the other day. And I was like, he's got a new, uh, new stand-up special. That's really good. It's got ten solid minutes of horse jokes. <laughs> it does. It does. And I wanted more. I wanted one more horse joke. I needed to. I needed his. I needed his outro to be a horse joke, and it yes. wasn't. Yeah. So spoilers about Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> He's a horse. He's a horse. Uh, let's see here. Movies. Everything. We'll get through movies real fast here. Sure. Um, I saw Late Night, which is the Mindy Kaling and uh, what's your face, um, Thompson. Yeah, Emma. Emma Thompson. Emma. Is it Emma Thompson? No. Yes. Yes. No. No. Yes. Yes. Yes, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. And uh, it wasn't as funny as I expected it to be, but it was still a good movie. Yeah, it seems like something Sarah would enjoy. It. She really yes. likes Mindy Kaling. It does strike me as a Sarah movie. And I like Emma Thompson, but it's basically she's uh, a late night host and Kaling is like a writer she she works in a she works in a chemical plant and then like wins a contest for writing an essay to be able to meet any um any of the like the um, the late night lineup no like the CEO of a company and she shows like the parent company of the parent company and then use that to set up an interview for to be a writer 
Okay, fair enough. And so she comes in, and and just before she comes in for the interview, like like uh, Emma Thompson gets accused of like hating women, and fires okay. the guy that accused her, and is all like, "Well, we need to hire a woman." Oh, and it's so like, hire her. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And you so, you don't expect her to do well, but then then she does well. So okay, fair enough. But yeah, that seems like something's right up Sarah's alley. Yep. She she enjoyed the. Mindy Kaling show, or was it Mindy Kaling Project? I can't remember. Yeah, Project. But she, she enjoyed she enjoyed that a lot, and she enjoyed her book, and she always enjoyed the Kelly character on uh, The Office, so it, it seems like something she would enjoy. And uh, I also watched The Sun is Also a Star. Um, Which is a documentary about, about space, right? space, yes. Uh, no, it's a it's a rom com, sort of. It's it's a, it's, I guess it's a rom com, about like two teens that meet. Uh, she's being deported the next day. Yeah, yeah, and he's and he's like a poet or wants to be a poet, but he's supposed to become a doctor and. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And it was it was an okay movie. It's a green card movie, basically. I mean, that's how it has to end, right? It is not how it ended. Oh, okay, good, good. I'm I'm glad for that. Yep. I'm not interested in seeing that, but I'm glad they went outside the box for the obvious ends. Yep. Okay, yeah. Um, that's good. It seems like a good story. It seems like a really... Uh, it's. I mean, it's not my thing at all, but it seemed like a nice little dramedy, I guess. Maybe. I, it's... I don't know. It's, yeah... It's very destiny is going to bring you where you need to be. Sure. Is the sure. is the theme of the movie. Okay, good. And it's But anyway, so that's that's good they didn't take the easy out, so I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um I watched the Steven Universe movie with my kids. Mm-hmm. And was it good? apparently uh it was it was good. It was entertaining. It felt very much um and we did some research about this. Um, but apparently the, the next season was greenlit and they started working on that. And then they found out that they got approved for a movie because it's like, we either want to do a season or we want to do a movie and comedy or cartoon network went ahead and greenlit both. And so they apparently cut a bit of content out from the season. So like the first season, first half season arc, it kind of was made into a movie. Okay. Um, and seeing how like each Steven Universe episode is like ten minutes long or something like that, fifteen minutes. Right. Um, it really just feels like a collection of episodes. Like it's good though, and it's packed full of songs. Like every single character gets like a little musical number or something along those lines. Okay. And it's it's good. It's really good. If you uh, if you're a fan of Steven Universe, you've completed Steven Universe. It's it's good. It's got massive spoilers, so it's not one of those things like it's a standalone. Uh, because it takes it's a continuation of the storyline right um, but it's it's really good it's well done um, it made me like it made a lot of discussions between me and Sarah and if the kids were a little bit older we'd be able to have a lot more discussions with them but it's just it's just one of those things that it's very consistent with the Steven Universe like big heart kind of stuff okay so have you did you ever finish the series uh, no, I'm still, like, in the middle of season two. Okay, yeah, so you need to get on that, Dino. Yeah. 
Uh, that and Cowboy Bebop are things I need to watch. That you yeah, yeah. You sl- slog through. If you watch all of them, then I'll watch all of Bob's Burger. Okay. <laughs> sure you will. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> um, I watched... I'm lying. I'm completely lying. Half of uh, The Dead Don't Die. Okay. I heard that was not good. It's... The first half's okay. <laughs> okay. I, um, I heard that it wasn't anything that anybody was expecting or actually wanting. They wanted Bill Murray in a zombie movie, and it's kind of like the idea of Bill Murray in a zombie movie, from what I understand. Like, there are little things that about it are, that are great. Like, uh, so the movie starts, and then they do, um, they play a song over, like, the credits, opening credits. And uh-huh. and then they're like, uh, there's a scene, and then they're in a car driving away, and they're like, they're like, let's listen to the civilian radio. They're like cops, you know, and they're like, let's listen to the civilian radio, and they turn it on. It's the same song that was playing, and okay. and, and Bill Murray's all like, why does this sound familiar? <laughs> and and uh, Adam Driver's all like, he's like, well, it's because it's the theme song. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> It so just leaves it kinda, at that. It's, it's of, not it's like the theme song to what. It's yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, let me know how you like that and everything, because I it's one of those things I was interested before it came out, and then I, it was just torn apart by reviews. Okay. And so I was very discouraged from seeing it, and also you know I had limited time and definitely didn't want to see it in theaters. Right. Um, it's one of those things now. Like if it came, you out would now, yeah I definitely would see it. Um, but yeah, so let me know actually how that is. And I'll check that out. Um, and then before we started recording here, I watched the the first like ten minutes of uh, Hyperdrive on Netflix, the the racing competition. Okay. Like it's it's interesting. They have a big course, and like they have to like uh, do like a a big like J turn sort of flip in the middle of the of these like pylon sort of things, and then they have to do like burnouts in certain areas of the of the course and then do like there, there's like a it's like a whole bunch of water and they got to figure out where the the uh the road is in this pool of water and not take it so fast that it kills the car and okay yeah and then there's like the the leveler which is like a looks like a giant bridge sort of thing like a draw like a you know like a that comes up what's it called i don't know like a drawbridge i guess like a drawbridge or uh, 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 yeah, drawbridge is fine. They drive out onto it and and then it comes down, and they have to drive off of it. Like okay. It, um, yeah, one of those elevated bridges, right? Like they, yeah. they lift up for boats. Yeah. So yeah, there's that, and then um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. There's a then there's a, a sprint to the end, and they time it, and. Uh, I watched like one guy doing it, and he like almost killed his car in the water thing. Okay. But other than that, it was pretty fun. Okay, cool. I mean, it sounds genuinely dangerous, so that that always has entertainment value. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got like um, uh, some European people and a Brazilian guy and a Japanese guy and then some American guys. Okay, that way you can get some of the whole national rivalry kind of thing going on. Yeah. Everybody's got somebody to root for. That's, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I, I may watch more of that. Okay, yeah, that sounds it sounds interesting enough. I don't know if it's necessarily something I'm going to spend much time doing, but you never. 
Yeah. Sometimes I watch one episode, the next thing you know, I've watched an entire season. Yeah, like, like the, uh, that Awake show? Yeah. Like, didn't you watch a bunch of that? I Yeah, I watched, uh, I watched a few episodes back-to-back, yeah. Uh, or, like, uh, Ultimate Beastmaster. That's one of those yeah. things that I never thought that I would actually see, but I've seen every single episode. <laughs> uh, it's because you just sit down and you watch. And the thing is, also, it's one of those shows I can watch with the kids walking into the room, so I can watch midday or... Right. They're outside playing, and they come in. It's like, oh, what you watching? That's eh, basically Ninja Warrior, you know? Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I suppose if you don't have anything else, we should wrap it up. Yeah, I can't think of anything. I might have seen something else, but obviously it didn't make it into the dock, so. Yep. Well, that's because we did uh, the dock so late. We did, yeah. We docked so late. And it's better than doing the show late, like we did last yeah. time, so. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so you can find us on Facebook at Media Monday Show. Uh, you could join our Media Monday Show League on Fantasy Movie League. Uh, the league is Media Monday Show, and the password is Gino, capital G, lowercase E and L. You can email us at MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. And please do that. We are such thirsty bitches that we really, really just want somebody to reach out to us, uh, especially Carson Daly. Like, yes. Just say, like, you know, fuck you guys. <laughs> um, I'm cool with that. We will we will watch your show the whole last week of it if you email us. Um, but, yeah, so let us know what you've been watching. Let us know what we should be watching. And, and I guess until two weeks, bye-bye. Bye-bye.